We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com NFL. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk Dees, here with my Roto Grinders, esteemed colleagues. Uh, we've got the notorious one, Derek Farnsworth at RG underscore notorious. Also, we got my man Bobby Gomes at Bobby Gomes DFS. What's up, fellas? We're back for week four. Can you believe it? Four weeks already? Feels pretty quick to me. That's how this goes, NFL. This is how this goes. I when we were b- before we cut into this show, Kirkwood, we were going like starting the music, and I see Kirkwood like giggling, <laughs> getting ready, like a shit even grin before we were hopping in. No, did you catch that? Basically, I was drumming. I was drumming. You didn't. You missed my air drumming, is what it was. Oh, I see. I see. And I, it makes me happy. I'm a. I'm a really good air guitar player too. Like I. I I'm a good air guitar player too. <laughs> Be, two Beaver fans, air guitar players. This is the show you should be tuning in. It. Yeah, maybe we do a little air guitar. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Noto? What's going on, fellas? Happy week four. Yes, sir. And you, you called it. I am back on the winning podium. King of Yahoo, back where I belong. Uh, Smash last week. Uh, lost on DK, but there was just a small amount, so I don't really count that. It doesn't matter. I had, I had a good week. Um, how did you guys do? I got absolutely yeah. smoked on DK last week. Uh, Noto, how did you do? Yeah, I had four lineups, two of them cashed, but they were uh, min caches, unfortunately. So a uh, very small loss, but uh, one that I don't mind. Nice. Um, go. We've got a, yeah, you know, that's NFL. We're going to have ups and downs the entire season. Um, good thing is, is that 
I'm another week into my move here. So I mean, less boxes, right? I still have a bunch of living out of boxes, but like less, less of them. So piece by piece, starting to feel normal again. Phil loves it for the, for the people who know my dog, Phil at home. Phil loves the beach across the, the way over there. He loves running on the beach. So that's a pretty big plus. But anyway, we got a slate to talk about. We've got 12 games, week four. I mean, first, let's let's just talk about how crazy last week was, first off, right? Like Bobby's favorite defense gave up 70 points. I can't believe it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did say it on the show, so. Well, I didn't say they were my favorite. I just said I thought they were good, which they are not good. They, I didn't pick them as a defense. I picked them I know. Browns. I'm, to but... I'm totally joking, joking, joking. They did give up 70 uh, points, and that was absolutely insane that a team in the NFL did that and they weren't in the pack. I couldn't – I so basically they stopped showing the game, right? Like they cut to a different game, and so I stopped paying attention about it. I, first off, I thought I was dead because Tyreek nuked right off the beginning and I didn't play Tyreek. Um, I had it, I had Keenan Allen and uh, and Mike Williams and Jefferson. I, I just fully stacked that game, the charging game when I used Mostert. So I thought I was dead. But uh, then, you know, then I they started to cool off, and then they they uh, they switched to another game. So I just stopped paying attention. And then I look up, and it was like seventy points. I was like, "Is this is this real?" I, I couldn't believe it. But man, they I mean, you're not going to see that very often or ever again. But um, anything Are we else? Sure, we're not going to see it again. We might, we might, but I don't know. This yeah. you think Buffalo Miami is going to be the same type? It's it's not going to be Buffalo, Miami, but the, their offense is totally different than anything the NFL has seen currently. Like you have two, you have four guys basically running sub four, three forties. And like these linebackers have to decide what they're going to do with them. It's pretty crazy stuff. And it's, they had it last year, but it seems like there's just a new attitude, right? Like it seems like they're more gelled. They're they're They've, yeah. they've added some, so a little bit more. And it seems and like McDaniels with the attitude, right? Like just running up the score. Um, that was that's the crazy part, you know. He's all he's also another year in his bag, right? So it's like, you know, I feel like he's probably getting more comfortable too. Then you add Achain, and it's like another running back, like Mostert, that can kind of stretch the defense. Anything stand out to you about last week, Noto? Uh, Red Rifle had a good week. Uh, I told you guys he was going to unlock the the Panthers' offense there, but uh, unfortunately, we don't get him this week. I did hear a little rumor, though. Um, wasn't able to substantiate this rumor, but apparently uh, Taylor Swift listens to the show. She heard Bobby's ad read, and she bought tickets through Ticketmaster to the Chiefs game. So, yeah, we made that happen. We made the internet explode. I didn't want to say. I was, wait, I was waiting to drop this bombshell on on the Ticketmaster read that we were going to be doing later. So. You, you, you spoiled my thunder, but yes, I heard the same the same rumors. The, the DMs have been going crazy, and it's, it's crazy. So, Bobby, congratulations! It's insane stuff. I mean, no, I'm I'm very happy that I have that sort of reach, you know, just to get Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty myself, so you know, happy to have you. She'd like my read and go to the game, cheer on her boyfriend, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of All dead right, air, so Kirby. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, we got we got to pick this up. We got to pick up the the tempo here. I was I was googling something. Um, did, so first off, you're checking you're games. checking MLB scores. No, no, I'm not. We got twelve yeah. games. We've got one 
total that stands out from the bunch, the Miami Buffalo game, 53 and a half point total should be competitive. Buffalo minus three. I'm betting Miami in this spot. Um, I, 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 I'm excited to watch. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, the next highest total is the, the Las Vegas Raiders with a, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. We think he's going to be back. I don't know. Uh, he's just got a clear concussion protocol. Um, I don't know. I think it's, it's iffy, but um, I don't really know. Uh, but they'll be uh, battling the Chargers in L.A. You know, Herbert just uh, was good for me last week. 49-point total there, five-point favorites. Um, Jimmy G is going to be a key to that, though, I think. Um, then we've got uh, Denver in Chicago. This is like the ultimate, like, NBA two scrubs. you got to go all in on the, the two worst teams who just bleed fantasy points because they don't play any defense. That's how this feels. Denver minus three and a half. But like at the end of the day, you may we may be all over this game. We may like be like, wow, both offenses just really do stink after all. Like it, it could go either way, in my opinion. But I, I lean on the side that this game is going to go berserk. Um, and it's also crazy. Denver gives up 70 points last week, goes on the road to Chicago and they're three and a half point favorites. <laughs> Tells you uh, all we need to know about the Bears. Man, tough week for the Bears last week. Uh, then we've got uh, one more that game like that's kind of floating around with a 46 and a half point total. That's uh, the Vikings four and a half point favorites travel to Carolina. Uh, unfortunately, doesn't look like it's going to be the, the Andy Dalton show anymore, as Nona was saying. So uh, pour a little out for that. But uh, that game's up there from total. Then we've got things that stuck out for me. San Francisco is, has the highest team total as uh, big favorites against Arizona. And then uh, Buffalo has a big total. Philly is another team with a, with a big team total. But um, big picture overview, guys. Uh, I'll start with you, Noto. Uh, what, what stands out to you about this slate? Yeah, it feels like another week where we just want to get as much exposure to the high total game as possible. But uh, I do really like the indoor game with the Rams and the Colts. Couple other injuries that we need to monitor. You mentioned Garoppolo. Um, also, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, both questionable. Uh, at running back, we have uh, a couple injuries as well. Austin Eckler downgraded to doubtful today. So we got the Josh Kelly dilemma once again. Miles Sanders uh, downgraded to questionable. Uh, sounds like he practiced on Wednesday and then did not practice Thursday and Friday. So could get some Chuba Hubbard um, action there. And then uh, I'm still looking for Debo Samuel. He is questionable. Um, Juwan Jennings is probably going to be out, so we could get pretty concentrated target tree there with uh, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. And that's pretty much it on the injury front. Obviously, Mike Williams is out. Uh, Traylon Burks is out as well, but I don't know if we can trust anyone from that uh, Titans team right now. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking Debo is going to play, but we'll see. Um Bobby, how's this slate looking to you? Yeah, it's looking good. Um, interested to see this Miami-Buffalo game. Definitely divisional game. Should be paced up. We kind of just hit on everything that Miami did last week. Josh Allen really hasn't had that, like, Josh Allen-type game yet. So, interested if we get that this week. Arizona-San Fran, great spot for McCaffrey. Las Vegas-LAC, like, Two really condensed target trees, so we'll be pulling players from that game, I would expect. Um, then there's other spots outside. There's only two real other games that I, I would consider offenses outside of those, like, main games. 
Um, Noto hit on LA and Indy indoors. Um, and then Minnesota, Carolina for me, I actually, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say two, I should say three, there's Cincy and Tennessee, like New England, Dallas, I don't have the, any interest in Washington, Philly, not interested in Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Like there, there's games that I think we can just completely cross off. Maybe I'm in the wrong in saying that, but it just feels that way. Um, just looking at the, the slate of games that I have in front of me. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting, and I, I will. I can't wait to hear you guys' take with Josh Kelly because I guess that's a dilemma. But is it a dilemma anymore, or can we just throw this guy away like uh, we threw uh, Bobby threw AJ Dillon away in the last week's show? So, and uh, I mean that guy is is he's stiff as a board out there, huh? I don't know what dude. He's like he got really big, and he's. I, I remember like three years ago, his rookie year, he showed promise, but. No burst. He's obviously Boston college. Huge. Big big BC guy. I know that. Like I was, I don't. We don't have college football at all in Massachusetts. Like I've never even seen a full college football game in my life. To be perfectly yeah, honest, my my minute, my, minute man. my UMass Minutemen. I've watched like in between games, but I've never like watched a college football game from beginning to end. But everywhere everywhere else in the college, everywhere else in the country, college football is huge. And like I wanted to see like. A good college, a good like we've had Matt Ryan. I guess I guess he was good for a bit. I was hoping AJ Dillon. Would, now we have Zay Flowers. I think Zay Flowers is someone who's going to be a stud. But I was always hoping AJ Dillon would get there, and he's kind of a bum. All right. Um, one other thing I looked at, uh, which I always do in cross reference for the show, blitz most plays. So right now, um, it was a little interesting to me. He's got the 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 Rams at Indy with the most plays. And, uh, you know, I, I do like that game, too, because we're going to talk about, you know, on the from the receiver and running backs for uh, for the Rams, uh, massive usage. And then uh, and then the, in the in the dome and in the Noto's boy, Anthony Richardson, I'm sure you're going to be back on that wagon, I bet. But we'll see. But other than that, then New England, Dallas, he has as the second most plays, which is interesting. And it, it makes sense because, you know, New England is playing faster with the. Uh, with Mac, but uh, this season, but it just didn't, that game doesn't really stick out to me that much. Although Tony Pollard certainly in play again, going to be chalk again. Um, and then the, the third is uh, the Vikings at Carolina uh, cross reference with ETR uh, Thorman up in pace. And they've got uh, the Ram. I mean, the, the Raiders chargers game as the number one, that would make a lot of sense to me. Uh, Minnesota, Carolina, and then the, the Rams Colts. So it's two and two, and uh, one has the New England Dallas, and the other has uh, the Raiders Chargers game. All right, we're going to start at the running back position, take it over to QB, uh, go to wide receiver from there, tight end. Then we're gonna, Bobby's going to bless us with the Bobby Gomes DFS defensive segment. And then we're going to tell you our favorite stacks. We might get a Ticketmaster ad read somewhere along the way. Um, we're teasing that a couple of times because we, we, we've got – I'm expecting we're going to have a huge bump, huge big – we're going to have a lot of views this week. Is that what we're going to do? A lot of views. Um, all right. So running back position, The this is, this is where the slate gets interesting to me because – we're all about the wide receivers right now, right? I'm sure like it's, it's in our heads. It's ingrained. You know, we just saw, we've seen Keenan Allen go absolutely berserk. Uh, we've seen Tyreek go absolutely berserk. There's just a lot of upside, usually in that mid range too, like the mid to highest range of 
guys that could just absolutely nuke. And the running backs have all, besides Mostert, have all been kind of eh, whatever. So right off the bat, that there's going to be interesting discussion to talk about whether we want to try to to force in some Christian McCaffrey this week at 9,200, but that's going to limit what we can do on the wide receiver side for sure. Um, but uh, Karen Williams, Tony Pollard, um, Josh Jacobs, there's a lot of guys here. So Noto, where, where are you looking first at running back? Yeah, you mentioned it. A lot of good wide receivers that I want to spend up on this week. So for the most part, I am looking to spend down at running back. Uh, I really like the two running backs in the Indy and um, and Rams game. I just think um, both of them pretty much workhorse running backs. We don't get that very often um, these days. Kyron Williams has been really good the last couple of weeks. Zach Moss, I think he's playing like 95% of the snaps, something crazy like that. Um, he had over 30 rushing attempts last week. And you got to like that game in the Dome. Um, you mentioned the pace being up. So I think those are two pretty good starting points um, for your lineups. When it comes to expensive guys, I'm going to keep an eye on uh, Elijah Mitchell. Um, he is questionable right now. And uh, Shanahan said that they wanted to get him more involved after week two. And then in week three, they gave him 15 touches. So if Mitchell ends up being out, I do think that's a nice bump for McCaffrey. If he's active, I do worry about that game just a little bit. Um could get pretty ugly, you know, San Fran's 14-point favorites. So interested to hear your guys' thoughts on, on C-Mac. I do think he's going to be a nice tournament play because everyone else is going to be paying up at wide receiver. And then I do like Pollard. Obviously, the pace is going to be good. Um, he leads all running backs in carries inside the 10-yard line. He leads all running backs in expected fantasy points this season. And it should be a good bounce-back spot for Dallas. Um, and then my, my kind of tournament play this week is going to be James Cook. I know that he gets pulled out every time they get inside the five-yard line. But uh, I put together a little chart in the first look, and it has the rush DVOA and uh, rush EPA, both the offense and the defense. And the Bills kind of rate out as the number one offensive target for running backs this week, given the matchup. So I'm going to just go for it. Um, I don't think he's going to be very owned. We have him at 4% ownership right now. I think he could be interesting in tournaments. We've got rush DVOA back? It's back. Uh, I talked to Kevin Adams, the FTN. I think he watched the show last week, reached out to me, and he said, yeah, you're welcome to use it. So uh, it's in the first look now. Nice, nice. Um, Bobby, how are things looking yep. to you? Uh, it's In terms of, like, Noto kind of hit on everything. I like the running backs, Karen Williams um, and Zach Moss in that pace-up game in the Dome. In terms of like paying up for Christian McCaffrey, I don't think I'm going to get there. Uh, I want to pay up at wide receiver, so that's something I'm kind of going away from. Same thing with Pollard. Like if Pollard's going to be chalky versus New England defense, I don't have a ton of interest in Pollard. Um, so there's not many spends at running back that I like. Miles Sanders at 5'8". I think he's a better – like I hate Miles Sanders. I never want to roster him, but I think for the spot and the price – He's a good play, and he might be relatively low-owned based on everyone's kind of recency bias towards him, and it's a really good spot versus the Vikings. He's at home, so he's someone I like. Um, I'm, I'm going to be pretty condensed. I'm going right – like, I'm going back to Achan at, at 5'7", too, right in that Sanders range. He's not going to be owned at all in that Bills game. Um, I think he's – I think the kid's an absolute stud, so I'm going to stick with – 
Uh, him, I like the James Cook call by Noto. I think this is the week to get on James Cook also. Uh, Madison at 5'8". I can play some Madison versus Carolina defense, giving up like 4.9 yards per carry uh, to running back. So, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at at the running back position. Alvin Kamara at 6'1". If people are going to kind of wait on Kamara, I'm probably going to be right there on Kamara because I think they want to get him going. Um there was some reluctance last season in giving him all the touches, but I think he's going to get a good bit of touches, going to get the goal line touches that he may have not gotten last year uh, with Jamal Williams out. Um, I know Kendry Miller is another week in the system, but um, I don't know. I, I really like Kamara at 6-1. I don't think you really have to spend up at running back, to be honest. Uh, may, my favorite spend up would probably be Josh Jacobs if he count 7-1 as a spend up. How gutless is uh, Josh McDaniels? He's gutless. Hey, he's, yeah. he's gutless. They needed two scores. He thought. What Down a eight. what a what a buffoon! Like an I didn't know what happened. Buffoon. I didn't know what happened, and then I was breaking Siege's balls on Twitter, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" Like Siege is right. He would definitely have made that. Like, how did he? How did he do that? You know, like it was ridiculous. I just, um, yeah, just crazy. Um, See, Noto, like, you know, I could be, did I I could miss, be the coach. Did, yeah, he, you know, he could. Um, Kyron Williams, did you mention him or no? Did I, yeah, yeah, we both did. Okay, so I, I don't know because I mean the the usage is just crazy. You know, first ninety seven point seven percent of the snaps, eighteen point two percent target share first uh, amongst all running backs. Uh, Colts kind of a tough D, um, and also we've got Puka in that game. But it seems like that's like you want like concentrated volume. Like those are your two guys, and you can play them both pretty easily. Um, so and hope that game rips off in the dome. I'm with you on Pollard. Um, I know Noto, Bobby, you're against him. Um, I just think, I think you're going to see a good game out of Dallas this week after come, playing so poorly last week. And the like, this guy went from chalk to now like. He's going to be chalky, but like I think it's a common theme that people are starting to say, eh, I don't really want to play him. But he's first in expected fantasy points right now. You know, he he hasn't been extremely efficient like we know he can be. Um, and uh, their offensive line has been banged up. And they, uh, I think I'm going to be looking at the Tyron Smith news. Um, but I mean, seven, you know, his price has come down a little bit. 7,800 and uh, we can get there. So, and I, I just think that, you know, he's going to be getting the goal line work. Right. And so I think he can, he can, he can rebound and have a good game here. Um, other flyers to me, I like your Josh Jacobs call. Uh, and did you guys touch on Zach Moss? Yeah. It'd be nice if you listened to us, you know? Yeah, no. So I, I was, I was Googling. This is a terrible show for me already. No, you're um, good. You're good. You're good. Uh, what about Javante Williams? We did not. We did not hit on Javante. You can hit on Javante. Boom, I knew it. That's what I meant the whole time. That's what I meant. Um, I mean, this is the Bears, right? Like, uh, this is the ultimate, like, I would roster head chopper against the Bears play, right? This is this is it right here. Javante Williams, this guy was electric last season, has looked anything but that so far this season. But this may be the uh, – the game against him, the price range is there. He's he's going to be somewhat chalky, I think, but I think he'll be the guy that kind of gets left out. I think it, you know, I think people would rather play 
uh, Kyron. I think that maybe even Miles Sanders gets more love. Um, Alexander Madison may get more love. Zach Moss. So I think he's just right, right outside there. And, you know, this game could be absolutely bananas. Who's on board? Yeah, I like the call. Um, he's been dominating the early downs, um, and the Broncos have just not been in a lot of games so far. So if they are competitive, which they should be against the Bears, I like that call. Um, one other name, what about DeAndre Swift? He's looked great the last two weeks. It kind of looks like he's a pretty clear RB1 for Philly, pretty big favorites against Washington. Um, does look like he's getting some ownership, but do you guys like Swift at all? I like Swift. He looks absolutely electric. Uh, number one. Uh, offensive line in Philly in the league currently. Swift's running behind that. So I have no issue with rostering Swift. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, DeAndre Swift? I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Uh, so the snap shares are. Got me. Yeah, the, the snap shares are, are <laughs> definitely trending the right way. You know, Swift started out 29% in week one. Um, then Gainwell was out and he, you know, obviously went and went nuclear and then uh, earned a higher share, became the league guy with 54% of snaps. But it is basically a split from at least a snap share perspective with Gainwell with 46%. And Gainwell was the, the guy earlier. So I think there's some unknowns there, right? Like I, I you could you could definitely get burned with the, if the game goes to Gainwell. But, um, you know, you may get paid off from an ownership perspective because a lot of people might be thinking the same thing. Uh, what's what's curious to me is that Mostert isn't going to be owned that at highly, at least projected at this point uh, in this marquee Buffalo game. Um, that, that stands out to me. I, Bobby, I like the Camara call, but there's a lot of unknown there as well. And then we always got to deal with Taysom. But, um, I mean, he – they, if this guy, I, not, I, what are your thoughts on him? Like, what I know you, you, you play a bunch of best ball. Uh, did you play a bunch of best ball? No, no. I've never done a best ball. Well, you followed along at least. Yeah, I know you're yeah. always grinding. Um, so are you guys high on Camara this season? Like, like coming back? You're muted, Bobby. What a show. Here we go. So, yeah, ADP wasn't high on on Camara. And for me, like, I just got overweight because I bought I buy into the talent. It's only three weeks. Like, so what? You're if you have other running backs, you'll be fine. Like, I I got it. I got I was overweight on Camara. But remember, I mean, it's a friend and Williams is out. Ball. Yeah. You know, like so like that's a huge like this if we're going to find out right away what kind of a season this is going to be, I think, uh, for him. So, so I like your Mostert call. Like 6'5", no one's going to play Mostert. I think all the running backs in this game are right back in play, and ownership's not reflecting Miami running backs being in play, nor James Cook. And I like all three of them. All right, I got one worse for you guys. Who's the – what's the what's – the, one guy on here that just makes you sick to your stomach, like thinking you're going to click him in a, li a lineup. Joe Mixon. Miles Sanders. No. Who I let off with? You guys are, no, Najee Harris. No, you're not playing him, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm, he hasn't, I'm he hasn't broken – he hasn't broken six yards yet. He's been in the league for three years. You can't play that guy. I, I if you play him, you just want pain, dude. 
Do not play him. 19 rushes. Um, expected fantasy point wise, he hasn't. He's he's. It's it seems like it's not his fault. It seems like there's a lot of room there. It's his fault. And, let me let me assure you. I, I know this guy is not the most talented. I know he's stiff. He's slow. Every I know. I can assure he, you, it's his fault. He can fall. He can fall in the end zone against the Texans. I can I can do the I can give you this deep dive on Miles Sanders. Let me let me get to my stuff real quick. I got to dig into my he's, notes. He sucks. He sucks. I don't <laughs> think Sanders is going to play. I mean I mean not Miles Sanders. Najee Harris. I'm sorry. I know I fud, had a good joke there. I fudged up, you know. I had Sorry, a, I, gonna get, I had Harris gonna, and I said Miles Sanders. We're gonna really Miles shine at the, 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 the wide receiver section. <laughs> the wide receiver section. We're gonna we're gonna really shine here. All right, we got any other flyers for the people out there? Or like it's tough match. I think that's James it. Connor? Are you guys completely out on Kelly then? I'm not out on Kelly. Like I know he stinks, but. I, I guess you could say the same thing for Kelly, but very good offensive line versus a terrible defensive line. The Oakland Raiders, who are uh, there's a lot of turmoil on that defense currently. If you've been paying attention to Twitter lately, um, so yeah, I don't mind going to Kelly, um, especially if people are going to show a recency bias. I he sucks, we know that, but I think we can play him. Well, here's here's my thing. I'm looking for any excuse not to ever play this guy again, right? Like I've sworn him off. He's dead to me. It's, it's over. And then, and then I just look at his targets in the passing game where they usually use Eckler. They're not, they're not using him right in the, in the, they're not dumping off to him in any shape. So you're, you're just, so first of all, that would rule him out of DraftKings for me. So he would be more of a FanDuel play or a Yahoo play. But I don't even – I just don't want to go there. I don't think – I think that – I mean, it just – it seems like they're just going to continue ripping through the, through the pass game and, you know, just play Keenan Allen. And uh, we've got a 4K Josh Palmer. I think I agree. I did see uh, – I think he led all running backs in pass protection snaps last week. So, yeah, he's uh, not running a lot of routes in there. Yeah, he's a good good blocker. Um, all right, let's go to QB. It's kind of interesting here too this week because it's really tough to fit the high end guys. So you got Josh Allen at 8,200, you've got Jalen Hurts at 8, 8K. Josh Allen in the premier game of the week, uh, Jalen Hurts, they're big favorites, but you know, they love to do that. Uh, the one yard uh, goal line rushes with him, or you know, so there's there's upside, there's a lot of upside, even, even as a big favorite. But it's just it just limits you with this wide receiver section that we're going to get into. So that leaves me looking to guys like, a if Jimmy Garoppolo plays, I think he's going to be somewhat popular, and we got to at least make a decision on because at least it's easy to pair him with two of his uh, receivers and uh, Adams and Myers, and they're both reasonably priced. Uh, then you got Russell Wilson in the game against the the Bears, and uh, you know, granted last week was was a tough game for them, but, you know, he still threw for 300 passing yards, 300, you know, so this is back-to-back weeks with 300 passing yards. The in, the in the week two in a game that was competitive, he was actually using his legs a little and got six six rushes for 56 yards. This game should be competitive, two, two bad teams. Um, so this, if, if he, I feel like this could be a big spot for Russ. 
then other than just and you could say the same thing for Justin Fields, who's looked terrible, but they did design some more plays. He did have actual 11 rushing attempts in a just a putrid game they played. I mean, this offense is just ridiculously bad. Um, but you know, if you throw him a couple mulligans and uh look at the matchup, you can get on board. You know, at least he should be using his legs. Then there's some cheaper guys that I kind of like with like Matthew Stafford and uh, Noto. I'll let you uh, start off on Anthony Richardson. Please tell me you like him because I have a feeling you're going to love him. Uh, I'm actually not playing a lot of Richardson this week. I don't know. Two games, two injuries. Uh, he's without two offensive linemen and potentially a third. This listed is questionable. I like the matchup. I like the game environment, all that stuff. Um I don't know. Maybe I'll come around. I like Fields a little bit more at that similar price point. Um, you mentioned it, the good matchup against Denver. He's looked bad so far this year, but uh, at least they've started designing some runs for him um, last week. Probably going to be out on Russ Wilson. Man, uh, all of his stats are just in garbage time. He had the 50-yard Hail Mary in week two that kind of inflated those numbers. And then week three, it was just all garbage time. Um, I guess you could say the same for Fields, but I've at least seen Fields do something in the last couple of years. So I'll take Fields. Um, Justin Herbert's a great play. Obviously, you can double stack him since his receivers are cheap. And then obviously both quarterbacks in Buffalo, Miami, going to be strong options. Don't really have a strong take on the cheap guys. Um, I agree on Jimmy Garoppolo. If he, if he doesn't play, that game could get ugly. And then kind of all of my favorite stacks are – are in jeopardy there. Then it's going to be the Josh Kelly game, and then and then it's real trouble. Wow, Bobby, what are you thinking? Yeah, Buffalo, Miami quarterbacks make sense. I know Josh Allen's tough to fit, but we'll make it fit. You know, um, Tua, same thing. Like Tua, a good bit. Matthew Stafford, someone in that pace up game. Like I know, I I think uh, Noto's analysis on. Richardson's pretty good. Like, are they going to be hesitant to let him run and stuff? Like, that worries me coming off back-to-back injuries. Uh, but I do like Stafford. We know it's very condensed between Kyron and Puka and Tutu. So we know where all the targets are going, Higby. Um, that's one of the things that stands out. And I think that's why you like Garoppolo a little, Kirk, if he plays. Like, they're super condensed as well. Between yeah, That's it. It's just, it's just the easy stack. You know, yeah, it's, it's a very easy step, and it makes sense. With, like, with a lot of upside. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it would be Matthew Stafford, Tua, Allen, Justin Herbert's another one. Um, I think that's the pretty obvious one when we're talking about his two receivers as value and Quentin, Jeff- Quentin Johnson and, uh, Jordan- and Josh Palmer. Um, hmm. But so, like, if you do play, I don't think you have to differentiate McCaffrey, but I could see playing Purdy versus Arizona um, in a similar situation, like a Daniel Jones situation. The only thing is, Brock Purdy doesn't use his legs enough to be Daniel Jones. Um, but just Arizona seems to be competitive. And if that game can stay competitive, I think it is. I think he's someone on the lower end I would have interest in, I guess. Um, but that's pretty much it. Like, I don't know. My computer, my, my my QB pool isn't isn't the widest currently uh, this week, so yeah, that's what I get. That makes sense. Um, I I did we not, okay the couple that we didn't touch on did unless I missed it. But anybody mentioned the big ticket, Kenny Big Ticket Pickett, the Blitz Optimal quarterback right now. 
Uh, I've I seen him. I I guess like at 5,100, it's not the worst price. I just, I, I it's tough to bring me to play Pickett at this point. Um, I know Fryermuth was popping. I think Calvin Austin was popping in some optimals I saw, but yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't play any picket. And Joe Burrow is sitting down there at 6,500 in a pass funnel situation. I do like Burrow this week. Um, yeah, they yeah. went to almost exclusively shotgun last week. I think it was like 97% of the snaps was just him out of the shotgun. Um, so that helped. And they threw the ball 49 times um, last week. Yeah. So now, now they get the pass funnel. Um, I do like Burrow. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So that's what stands out to me. It's um, he he obviously had a very a poor game, um, but he did they he did go to pass forty nine times. So if you if you start giving him the first of all, he has elite weapons on the receiver side. Um, it's a it's a good matchup with the pass funnel, and then you got to expect he's going to get a little better each each week, unless he's just you know dust with his leg but i i think he's just going to keep getting better so i'm in on burrow i guess that's it um and i i mean yeah it's just crazy to me to see Tua with like the highest upside receivers in all of football in years that we've ever seen projected with projected ownership under three percent here so that that stands out to me I know it's not the the best defense. I mean, Buffalo is a tough D. They didn't they didn't fully look like that against Zach Wilson, although they did last week, which was crazy, and they just broke the slate. But yeah, I'm gonna have some Tua. I'm gonna have some Burrow, um, and then uh, and then I got to figure out which one of these like chalkier, uh, lower cost guys I want to use. Whether it's Garoppolo, Wilson, or Fields, um, or even Stafford. But uh, but like you, Bobby, I'm gonna be I'm going. My plan is to be max entering this weekend, first time, because uh, there is no UFC tomorrow night, so I will be, won't have to spend a bunch of time getting ready for that, then watching it. And uh, by the way, I didn't give any picks last week, and somebody in the chat said, "Hey, where are the UFC picks?" So next week, the UFC picks are back. I don't care what anybody says. Um, all right. We're for the UFC uh, picks. We've yeah, been hot with the UFC picks no. for two years. Other, we're not, we're other, not other people other, other people have criticized. I'm not going to well, name names. Other people can get wedgies if they want to step up. That's right. Why, you were a big wedgie guy? <laughs> if we have you to were, hand them were, out, were, we were you? Were you a bully? No, never. But I, I, I would wedgie a few bullies if I had <laughs> to. Yeah, that's good. Online bullies, yeah. Hey, one more question. Yeah, to quarterback. I'm definitely an online bully, I think. I go hard on the siege, too hard on the siege. I got I to gotta real scale it back. I can't, I can't speak about him. But, uh, I mean, I love CJ. But, uh, no, one more, what saying, one more? Yeah, one, one more question. Are you guys playing Brian Hoyer if Garoppolo's out? 4,900 on DraftKings. I can't, I can't do it. I just – so it's like – I'd rather play Kenny Pickett, I think, at 5,100. You know he's going to – I don't know. He's going to pop in the projections if he's starting. So there's this – let me tell you the story. There's this, uh, there's this like, QB development camp near my mother's house, and Brian Hoyer, like, trains there. And there's a lot of college quarterbacks that go there, high school quarterbacks. There are some high school and college quarterbacks that I see in their, like, Instagram videos that are actually better than Brian Hoyer. <laughs> 
So no, I'm not playing Brian Hardy at 4,900. I can't do it. All right. See, that's why you watch the show, the inside scoops. You need the inside scoops, yeah. Uh, Bobby had Bobby used to have all the Gronk news ahead of time. Uh, whenever Gronk was like questionable to play and like it was like a like a, uh, an away game or something, Bobby would know first. Um, I don't know how, but I don't, you don't you don't we don't ask you don't ask questions you don't ask how you know you just you don't ask how yeah you can't ask how. all right I gotta do my wide receiver research. is stacked. Uh, this is where all the exciting plays for me are. So we've got Keenan Allen right, who has just absolutely smashed from a Houston's perspective. He got 18 of 20 targets, 18 catches on 20 targets for 215 yards, 48 fantasy points, and didn't score a touchdown. Imagine he gets in the box. Um, just just an insane game. Uh, and that was once uh, Mike Williams went down. So it's it's Eckler looks like he's going to be out again. He's doubtful, and Williams is gone. So this just sets up to be another massive volume spot. So we have to discuss him. Devontae Adams um, is going to be popular because of the game. And, uh, I mean, he just got 20 targets, 13 receptions. So we're seeing massive target uh, volume on on some of these guys. We do have cheap plays to uh, pair with them, like uh, Josh Palmer, Adam Thielen, revenge spot, uh, Puka in the mid-range, Tank Dell, the Tyreek, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase is ridiculously underpriced, right? Or at least for the old Jamar Chase in the pass funnel. When I like Burrow, Noto, what are we doing? There's so many plays I could keep going. Yeah, you can really take your pick of anybody at the top. Um, right now I have Keenan Allen and Jamar Chase tag just because they're a little bit cheaper than everyone else, and that kind of helps from a roster construction standpoint. You mentioned Keenan's big game. He also threw for a touchdown, which uh, was a lot of fun. And then Jamar Chase. So I uh, got peppered with targets last week. I mentioned them playing a lot out of the shotgun. And he is lined up in the slot 32% of the time this season, by far his career high. So they're moving him all over the field. Uh, the pass funnel matchup, I think that's a, a really solid option. And then I do like the the Rams receivers quite a bit. Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell. Um, the, the Colts love to play that shell defense with the deep safeties and these guys are just going to eat over the middle of the field. So I think they're going to be really good, especially on DraftKings with the full PPR. Nice. Bobby. Yeah, so for me, at the wide receiver position, I think it's, like, pretty similar to everything that you guys just hit on. Um, like Keenan, like Tyreek, Devontae. Diggs is someone I'm interested in. Like, I just love this game, the environment, everything. Chase just makes sense for us to pass funnel, not to be redundant, but being redundant. Puka in that uh, Rams indie game, like him a good bit. Um, Zay Flowers, not someone we haven't really hit on, seeing a ton of targets. Hasn't really been explosive. Um, hopefully we see that explosion, like an explosive play. It's at Cleveland. Cleveland's corners are good. I'm not really worried about that. They're going to force feed Zay. Do we know about the health of Odell? Is he playing? What's he doing? He's Is he he's out, out again? And Bateman's out too. Yep. Yeah, so we like some Zay Flowers for sure. Um, it's a good price tag on him at 5-6. Quentin Johnson, Palmer, they're the value guys. Calvin Austin down at 3-3 would probably be one of the low value guys that I'd have interest in. Josh Downs in that, in that pace-up game at 3-5. Um, 
the one guy, do we do we have clarity on Jalen Waddle? What's his what's his situation? Is he playing? He's he's playing, right? I would imagine. Yeah, he's playing. Good to go. So, so I want to give the right person. I want to give the right person credit and actually quote the article. It's from Fantasy Points. It's either Jake Tribby or um, Scott Barrett, basically touting Waddle versus the Bills. He's had some good games. I just can't pull up the article because the UI on this website is just ridiculous. I don't know what they're – I have no idea what they're doing, but <laughs> I can't find the article, but I was reading it earlier. Um, so, you, so you compliment and thought, them and then you trash their website. <laughs> No, but they're 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 good. They know they're they know their stuff. Like I was reading their I was reading their articles earlier. I just can't. I had a I, this is the RG website, so I had to like throw them some shade after complimenting them. Obviously, you know that's it's tout wars. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Um, I just I just can't personally find the what was said, but it was definitely a good breakdown on Waddle. Like Waddle, a good bit. Uh, going to be playing him uh, where I can and get over on him. It, it seems like it's going to be pretty easy too. Um, so also, um, let's, so first of all, did either of you guys ever wear a puka shell ne necklace? Oh yeah. With the oh, bleach, yeah? Tips, <laughs> bleach tips, puka shell necklace. You had, you had both? Can you oh, yeah. us with a picture of that for, for a, I'm sure a I could find show? one, yeah. How could you fade the puka shell necklace, Kirky? You definitely had one. Never I could see one. you at a UMass party with the puka shell necklace. Never so, had one. I'm some happy, not too late to say I never never had one. Some party um, favors going down there, whatever you guys do at UMass. I don't know. We did party. We did I, party. I, Zoom ass. That's what they say, right? That is what they say. Um, all right, Josh Palmer. You guys, I mean, we have to be in, right? Like, so in, in three games without Mike Wills, uh Mike Williams, uh he's he had one really solid game with uh, eight eight uh, catches for 106 yards, two tutties. Um, then he's had uh, five and seven receptions in the others for just like uh, 60 and 56 yards. Um, I think he's definitely the guy. 4K, I think we just have to play him. You guys in yep. agreement or? Yep. I think my hand, my hand, I think they're forcing me to play him. And the crazy thing about Puka Puka set the uh, the record for targets and receptions in uh, in first two games. Uh, cooled off a little bit in the third game, but uh, certainly looks to be like just this should be a good matchup with the the zone defense that uh, that Indy likes to play. Um, so he, I mean, he should get peppered with targets, I would imagine, in this one. So sixty seven hundred seems really nice. That's like anyone in this. Like, oh, I want to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. A, is he dust? B, is it because of Ryan Tannehill? Or C, is it a combo of both? Or is Nuke going to come back and Nuke for us at 50? I mean, he's, he's 5,800. He's cheap on – he's 15 bucks on Yahoo. I think he's like 6K over on FanDuel or 63 or something. Uh, I'd like a take from you guys on uh, Hopkins. I like Hopkins. I've seen him hitting some stuff. I don't, I don't mind – I feel like he's been very good when he's played this year. So through the first two games, I know he sat last week, but yeah, I don't, I don't hate Hopkins. Yeah. To answer your question, I think Tannehill's dust for sure. Um, Hopkins, he hasn't been able to separate the last few years, but he's still one of the best contested catch guys in the league. No Burks this week. So 
Um, should be, I think he's a nice run back to, to your chase shares if you're playing, you know, that stack. Yeah. Um, and then we, we, you know, we, that's funny. And now that I think about it, like we know none of us even had any mention of uh, Derek Henry. Is he dust? He's been out snapped by Spears two of the three weeks. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that info. Is it the beginning of the end or is he going to get cooking as it gets a little colder? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll wait and find out when it gets colder. All right. Do you think, um, uh, do you guys think Washington can push back at all? Because AJ Brown's air yards and target percentage are crazy. And he's just left. I mean, he's dropped a touchdown. He had a touchdown call back. He had a 45 yarder called back. He's like so close to having a huge game. I think it's more of a Devontae Smith week versus Washington for whatever reason. If you're gonna play if you're gonna play Philly receivers, which I don't think I'll I say yes, I think they can push back because um, you know, they allow they almost lost to New England. So I, I don't see why uh Washington can't put some points up after being uh embarrassed last week. Um Oh, so if we if we like Russ or we like Justin Fields, are we playing? Are we playing? Hey, we're probably. Are you playing Justin Fields naked? Or are you playing him with uh, DJ Moore, someone else? Or and what do you think about Judy, who looks to be overpriced, based on you know? There's also uh, Cortland Sutton, right there. But I think I mean I think he could be fine. Sixty six hundred in this matchup. Would it shock you if Jerry Judy goes ballistic? Noto? Um, probably, probably not. I wish Marvin Mims was getting more run. I mean, that guy is explosive. He's already got two special team touchdowns, uh, but he's just not getting any run right now. But, uh, no, it wouldn't shock me. Um, as far as the field's question, I'll probably just play him naked. I don't I don't feel great about his <laughs> throwing at the moment. Bobby, what are you doing? Uh, I just don't like this game because both these teams are – Atrocious. I I don't know. It's I I know it could be pace up. I know it could go nuclear. Um, I'm with Noto. I wish Marvin Mims Mims was getting more run. There, it's like a wide receiver by committee in Denver. Like they're running out five receivers. Um, they're not condensed. They're the opposite of every other team on the slate that is condensed at the wide receiver position. Um, for Chicago, like Fields is just oof. He's bad, man. I it's it's really bad. If you watch these YouTube videos where they're breaking down like how bad it actually is, like you don't realize like how bad it actually is till he's just like not even making any type of reads that he should be making at the NFL level. I I can't I can't play fields or anyone attached to him um, or anyone from this game. So I'm out on this game. All right, all right. I guess uh, other mentions so. I'll keep, I'm keeping an eye on this Devo Samuel news because I would like him to be out and then I could just jam in uh, Ayuk or possibly even Kittle, who we'll get to next at the tight end segment. Um, all right. Tight end looks like, from a chalky perspective, uh, Friermuth is going to be very popular at 3,400 with a good matchup against the Texans. Zach Ertz, who was the chalk last week and put up a night, rewarded uh, all the chalk donkeys out there who played them 2.6 fantasy points and that's what you get when you play a guy who's as stiff as a board um 
out there. But uh, then there's Chig, who everybody's been waiting to have a good game. So it seems the the common build is going to be just to try to, you know, usually is like this anyways, just uh, as low as you can go. So Friarmouth fits the bill at 3,400. Ertz is 3,200. Chig is 3,100. Um, then you get into like the next range with guys like Goddard, Higby. Uh, Mark Andrews did me dirty last week, but now Odell and uh, Bateman both out this week. Um, 5,400. Maybe there's something to get excited there. There's Kittle. Uh, who Who's your favorite, Noto? Yeah, tight end sucks. All these guys suck. Um, Mark Andrews, George Kittle, fine if you can uh, pay up for him. But my uh, my special cheapie of the week, my Hunter Henry play of the week is Logan Thomas, 3,100. He's going to be back uh, from a concussion this week. They're going to be trailing against the Eagles. Eagles have allowed the second most fantasy points to tight ends. And at the moment, he's uh, projecting for less than 1% ownership, uh, 3,100. So Logan Thomas is my Hunter Henry play of the week. I have played so much Logan Thomas throughout my DFS career that I have no problem clicking that button with you again this week. Uh, Bobby. I'm with you guys. I, I've played way too much Logan Thomas. I don't mind playing him this week. Uh, yeah, tight ends a wasteland. Um, I think you can play Goddard on the other side of that. I wanted it. I, want, I was hoping Logan Thomas had so I could play some Cole Turner. I do have a tight end punt. He was chalk last week. Uh, hit a lot of the optimals for the big cash game guys. Durham Smythe, 3K in that Miami-Buffalo game. Uh, running a ton of routes, not getting targeted. Um, maybe he gets in the box he, this week at 3K. I think that's fine. He's in, in a 70-point game. He he. I, I think I had him last week. Um, so what, did, what, did he, what, did, what did he put up like nothing, right? No, nothing. He was terrible. In a 70-point game. I heard he got out snapped by the other tight end last week. Oh, did he? Oof. Let me check. I don't even know who it is. It is Julian Hill, who doubled him in snaps. Oh, really? Oof. Never mind. But it doesn't mean it can't revert. Stick to your guns. They were saving him. It was a blowout. They were saving his mind. They're saving his legs, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, tight it's ends. funny how one week changes everything. He goes from like the chalk, uh, and like, and then now uh, can't ever play this guy again. Are we off Kittle uh, versus Arizona? Kittle? Any I, so Kittle to me, this range, that's where I think I want. I want to be. I want to play like either like Mark Andrews looks underpriced, and George yep. Kittle looks underpriced. Um, Andrews' and workload I, has kind of gone down under Mutton, though. I'm pretty positive. Like, he's seen, like, a slight reg- regression. Yeah, but it's, uh, like, two weeks of the season. You know, it's it's he's played in two two weeks. Played two, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so, I mean, are we ready to call this guy, you know, no. write him no. off at this point? Or are we just going to try to, you know, when everyone else isn't playing him? I'm with you. Play. I like that range. I like that range of tight end. It's like it's like okay, so we have enough pivots. Like besides, like I think like Keenan Allen is an absolute must, but like you can you can find some Jamar Chase is too cheap. Um, we've got Josh Palmer. We've got some other guy. I mean, we can we can we can certainly make builds with uh, using one of the one of those either Kittle or Andrews. Yeah, one quick uh, Kittle stat. 
over the last three seasons, 27 games with Debo, 11.6 fantasy points per game. Five games without Debo, 25.2 fantasy points per game. Yeah. So Debo's out, just just hammer Kittle. Oh, we're playing some Kittle if that's the case. Um, all right. Should we should we look at Cole Komet? No. I guess yeah, I if you want to. I feel like there if you think Sertan covers DJ Moore and then it funnels targets to Komet, they have to throw the ball at some point. Fields has to throw a touchdown at some point this season. Um yeah, you can do it. Tight end stinks. Do whatever you want. Play whoever you want. Nice. Well, you know what time it is? It's the ad read time. It's it's the ad read time with Bobby Gomes. You ready? Yep. More okay, memories are made. Wait, would you cut me off? Would it, you I want know, me to go? No, go, no, go, go, go. No, no, I stopped. Go. More memories are made when you're there for the live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster has got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze, and you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. I'm pretty Love sure that's where... Taylor Swift went last week to find her tickets. Love Ticketmaster. Love love mobile tickets. Love being able to transfer because I'm always something always comes up last minute or I just don't feel like getting off the couch. But uh, great job as always, Bobby. Um, our, Thank you. Now, now take Thank us you. this defensive the Bobby Gomes defense segment. Um. No, do you want to go first on this one? I'm uh, I'm kind of struggling after that ad read, you know. You didn't want back to back Bobby segments. Um, yeah, I had to I had to step back, you know. I have to I have to get ready. I mean, if you can find the salary, the Eagles look pretty good um, against Washington. Uh, Sam Howell's been pretty bad, and uh, you know they got a good defensive line, so I don't mind that. Um, Looking for a cheap defense, I kind of like the Texans at 2,900 on DraftKings, 3,700 on FanDuel. Pittsburgh, they've allowed the third most pressures so far um, this season, and uh, they're playing at home. Texans actually pretty good pressure rate, ninth in the NFL so far. Other than that, I mean, just play, just try to play a defense that's going to be playing a lot of passing attempts. So, yeah. Um, the Browns look pretty good at 2,800. Um, they've been. Uh been pretty good they uh i'd worry if watson is out just because then uh given baltimore short fields and whatnot but um yeah the eagles look like a good play i'm not gonna pay up for them i don't think 4100 i'm just always team go as low as you can go uh who else looks good i think the panthers look interesting potentially at 2500 um i don't know what do you think, Bobby? Now, now that you've uh, assessed the uh, the whole situation, yeah, Colts at twenty nine hundred um, versus the Rams and Matthew Stafford. I think that's their defense I'd have interest in, um, and also the Commanders at twenty four hundred versus uh, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. 
I, I played them last week. Didn't didn't go too well. On, Which uh, manner is on DraftKings, yeah. I think I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Get them next time. Uh, all right, let's uh, finish up with stacks. Uh, who's ready? I'll let either of you guys go. Whoever wants to step in and give your favorite uh, large field, like millionaire maker type, and then uh, also your favorite small field, if there is a difference, small field, like higher dollar stuff. I'll go first. I'm going right back to Miami. I'm going to have Tua, Jalen Waddle, and one of these running backs. I like that. Um, assuming Jimmy Garoppolo plays, I'm going to go to Herbert double stack. I like him with Keenan Allen and then either Johnston or Palmer. Bring him back with Devonta Adams or Jacoby Myers. I think both of them are, are solid options this week. Large field, I'm probably – I don't know. I was going to say Justin Fields, but Bobby's got me scared now. He is really bad. Um, and you can't really bring him back or can't really pair him with anybody because he can't throw the ball. So uh, I'll, instead, I'll go to Matthew Stafford. I think it's a pretty easy build there. Bring it back with Zach Moss or somebody from, from the Colts. Well, I'm going to do what all of you are too scared to do. And I'm going to play Justin Fields. And I'm going to pair him with Cole Komet. Uh, as the tight end, and because uh, you don't need, you don't need, you just need a little at tight end. I wonder, what do you have? Over. What intel do you have on this game? Because this is like okay, so, so here's, I, I have two play. thoughts. This is like the, like like uh, the Houston Rockets against uh, who was who was the other horrible team like last last year last year in the NBA. I don't know. Um... I get where you're trying. I get where you're going. But like, so it's just going to be like, like it's just two horrible defenses, and so like you just stack it up, and uh, so that's now the other way this could go is it could go like when it's like uh, the Detroit Tigers are playing Kansas City Royals, and you get all excited to, and their two worst pitchers are on the hill, and and they still can't. Neither team can hit them, can hit because they they both teams stink. Um, It could it could go could go either way. So I'm fully. Prepared for this to, to blow up in my face, but I'm you know I think this Denver D is absolutely atrocious, and I think the Chicago D is absolutely atrocious, and so I'm gonna put my money on this game scoring points, uh, maybe turnovers with short fields uh, and things of that nature for each side. So uh, that that'll be my my long uh, my uh, large tourney stack, and then for kind of the high dollar. Our smaller field stuff. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Burrow. I'm gonna say he's. You know, I just like the price. Chase is too cheap. Um, so I'll go with Jamar Chase. Maybe double stack him, and uh, and run it back with. And I'll run it back with Nuke, who's just too too cheap. If he has anything left in the tank, or if uh, if uh, Tannehill can hit him at all, this might blow up in our face. Was Was I wrong in thinking Nuke was good in week two? Or week one, he wasn't. I thought he played all right, right? No, no, he was bad. I think, I think he's been bad all three weeks. Yeah. Let's see. He got in week one. He got thirteen and a half fantasy points. He had thirteen targets, seven receptions for sixty-five yards. They hasn't sniffed the end zone yet this season. Week two was uh, was even worse in a good game. Um, Seven twenty-four game. He had five targets for four receptions. I think it's the problem is Tannehill, but. 
Um, but notice that he's getting zero separation too. So I mean, well, but he he's never been a big separation probably, guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's been more of a hand, like you you just put it up and he's going to come down with it somehow. Um, so I mean, it's just it's just taking a. It's like I loved Amari Cooper last week because it's like you just look at these guys, you know, there's some there's something there, and they're just way too cheap for what could happen. So I, I'll, I'll I'll run the gamble. This game could could stink. They could just run the ball all, all game, but uh, I I think that it, there's going to be some points here, and I, I think that's the way to play it. Um. All right. And no UFC picks, no UFC card this week. I will be back fully ready for them all for you guys to, to uh, sweat with me on uh, the following Saturday night. But, guys, let's ship something big. Uh, Kirk, Max, Max Entry Kirk, if things go to plan, is going to be in, in the game here. So hopefully I'll have a couple shots. Noto, I want you to have a big week. I want you to have a crushing golf. Bobby. Yeah, you had such a big MLB season. I don't really care if you lose a couple of weeks here in football. Save I've already lost two in a row, so. All right, so. I need to turn uh, it around. Yeah, you're going to crush this week, so let's all crush. Any final words for the people? Good luck, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thanks for watching. Hoping you guys can make a comeback in the Ryder Cup. It was ugly day one. All right, uh, hit us all on Twitter or in our G Discord. We're always around. Um, and uh, this has been the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 4 edition, and we will catch you next week for Week 5. Thank you. And, you know, the, you know they, they might be more popular than we think, but doesn't make them bad plays. Like, that game should be screaming points. And So I, this might be a good week then, because if that game's going to get ownership, and then we're probably anticipating Vikings-Panthers getting ownership, we're probably anticipating Dolphins-Bills getting ownership, all of these games can't get all the ownership. So this could be a good week to just kind of figure out where the ownership is and then go to this game or go to that game or mix and match. You know what I mean? This could be a good yeah. week. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Josh Jacobs, another dud. Everyone's going to play the receivers in this game. That yeah. I think if you're multi-entering, like, this is a like, – if Josh Jacobs or Josh Kelly are going to actually do the thing – this is the game environment where the, where it's this game or no game. Yeah, fast and track. We're on the fast track. I, I like I would build with those running backs and not play anybody else from from those games in those lineups. And then when I want like you know, you can stack with running back for sure. Like running back receiver court, whatever. Like it, it works. It does. It works sometimes. Like people win like that sometimes. But just I I'm I'm thinking they're gonna be like closer to like 10% own kind of thing because everyone's gonna go with the pass catchers in that game and, and running backs elsewhere that you know, maybe I keep Josh Jacobs without Devontae Adams and, and that way. You know, maybe I keep Josh Kelly, you know, without, uh, you know, Keenan Allen. So you're still getting a piece of that game environment, but with, you know, with different passing stacks in case the running backs, you know, how, how I mean, touchdowns are so variant. Huh? Keenan Allen can get tackled the two twice and his two Josh Kelly dump ins. He has 60 total yards, but he scores twice and he's at 18 points, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I do so, 100%. So I, yeah, that, that's an interesting game, and I, I think here here I think might be the real. I, I don't know. I mean, like if if we're thinking those games are priorities and they kind of stuck out to us, like I want to see what Joe Burrow looks like because I want to see Cincinnati against this uh, Tennessee defense who's gonna make gonna force Jamar Chase and T Higgins to get targets. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just absolutely. Tennessee's not gonna change who they are. 
they're gonna you know they're gonna shut down Joe Mixon and make the Bengals pass. Will the Bengals be efficient? I don't know. Will Joe Burrow look good? I don't know. We haven't even seen him play Monday night yet. But if there's gonna be a, a whopping amount of volume for these Bengals receivers in a game environment that like, like the public knows Tennessee's defense is pretty good. It's just is you know are they gonna sustain drives to make the game environment healthy? I, I don't know. Uh, but I do know that those receivers are going to garner targets because of the way the Titans funnel the defense. And I think this is a good Bengals receiver week. I, I think that's the tournament play. And I'm coming out here as a Titans fan. I'm telling you, like, like I'm playing some Bengals. Even if maybe I want Burrow to look terrible or not even start this week because then, then there'll be less people on them. And I don't care who the quarterback is with the way Tennessee plays schematically. The opportunities will be there for the receiver in that yeah. offense. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I mean, it doesn't feel great, but T. Higgins had a game in week two. Like, Jamar hasn't really done much yet, but, yeah, you know, it, it's crunch time for Cincinnati, too. 0-2 heading into week three here. And <laughs> be a lot of pressure on a lot of people in that game, hypothetically, in about a week. Absolutely, Let's, my brother. You want to wrap it up? Should we go into story time slash yes, uh, GPP food of the day? What do you got for me? So, uh, GPP food of the day. Um, we're we're coming in here. I want to give a shout out to um, my local. So, so here where I live, I'm 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 on in the coastal area, on the east coast, uh, near the beach, and so. We have a lot of what we call crab houses here, Luch. A lot of crab houses. Happy crab, you know, juicy crab, red crab, um, stuff like that. And so I'm not a big crab eater in terms of like crab legs and stuff. That's not like my favorite. But I do love scallops. I love shrimp. I love the boiled eggs. I love the potatoes. I love the corn. I love those bags. And Luch. One of our local crab houses finally has it where you can get scallops in the bag. My goodness. And you get to choose your flavor. My favorite flavor, Luch, that I've discovered is uh, lemon pepper, garlic, mild. Lemon pepper, garlic, mild. Luch, it's incredible. The flavor is just so explosive. Uh, so I would encourage everyone, if you have a local local crab house, now I'm here in Charleston, and so crab bags probably aren't as prevalent in all areas of the country. I understand that. But if you're by a place that you can get scallops, sausage, corn, uh, potatoes, red, baby red potatoes, all in, a, all in a flavorful sauce, Luch, go check it out. It'll bless your life. I recently I moved to the Lehigh Valley. Again, technically, but uh, I'm here. I'm here for good now in Pennsylvania. I went to a place. If anyone's in the Lehigh Valley area, <laughs> driving through, uh, check out the Tavern on Liberty. Uh, it's right next to uh, uh, some D two college football where uh, this uh, the school Muhlenberg is. So you can catch some football, catch some food. It's kind of a dive Tavern on Liberty, but uh, I love a good dive. It's like a it's like a nice dive. Um, but they had a ton of wing flavors. I never heard of this one anywhere. It was their wing of the month. The sauce uh, was was vanilla root beer barbecue. Okay. 
Yeah, so that was that was something different. Vanilla root beer barbecue. It was interesting. So uh that that was a good a good uh little appetizer feast before I saw Penn State take care of business against Iowa. Um man, it's been a tough couple of days for for football in Colorado between the Broncos and, and the Buffaloes, man. Tough couple of days. Yes. I like that. Vanilla root beer barbecue yeah something different it was good i thought it would be like way too sweet but it was a, a pretty good consistency okay okay yeah i don't know where i'll find that where i am but if i can find me a spot that's that's got something similar i'll check it out yeah i no i mean probably I, you, the barbecue y'all have down there see i, I oh, said yeah, the y'all yeah. i threw the y'all in there because yeah i, I tried to be authentic <laughs> you guys have some real barbecue down there. Oh, yeah. uh, one of my yeah, good friends lives in official. Charleston. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna come here and tout barbecue in the north. There's one place up in the northeast, uh, in New York City, hometown barbecue. That I mean, New York City is about one of the only places in the northeast where you can find some real. Yeah, because people from here move up there and start a restaurant. Authenticity, yes. So, other than that, I'm gonna leave the barbecue talk for for your neck of the woods. I know, I know, you got me one up, no matter what I talk about up there. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, my my uncles taught me how to grill and barbecue, and listen, I've got my own special um, lemon pepper barbecue that I do with chicken and stuff like that. Trust me, it's a family hit. So, uh, yeah, lemon pepper barbecue is actually kind of my specialty. And it's it's, about get. I want, what's your opinion? And if anyone's listening, DM me. I'm thinking about getting one of those flat top blackstones for the house. Have have you have you used one? Or do you I, I've one? heard, you know, I've I've heard it's really good. Um, you know, for those of you that are in the cast iron skillets, if you've got some of those, and I've, I've got some of those. If you've got some of those, then you know you know the deal. It's I, it's really good. It's not like you know, it's not OG an OG grill, but I kind of like the idea of making some breakfast on it on the weekends, and you have the flat top, you know, yeah, waking yeah. up early before the games and just putting a smorgasbord on and getting ready to start the day. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. I'm undecided if I want to go more traditional or or get the uh, the flat top. So we'll see. Anyway, let's get going. Where can the people find you, Chief? At Chief Justice 06 on Twitter. And on rotogrinders.com. So, you know, come come hang out and uh, you can find me in the prop shop in the Rotogrinders Discord. So I, I'm all over the place. In football season, we've got content rolling. I'm on the the, uh, the Sunday showdown show uh, every Sunday and, and on the Blitz every uh, every Saturday. So uh, trust me, you can get my thoughts. And I've been, been filling in, even on crunch time a little bit here recently, uh, for the main slate on Sunday, talking through some things. And so... If you were able to catch some of my thoughts, hopefully you made some money because we definitely were on Miami Houston. So there you have it. We will catch you guys next week. We have two more Monday night games we have to digest. I don't know why they keep doing this to us. I don't not sure. This is the I last like this is the last week, I think. Next week is just one game. Yeah. Do they start London next week? Did we omit that? Or is that in two weeks from now? Um hold up. Because we were looking at the main I, slate. I um, think it's in two weeks. Ravens Titans nine thirty in the morning. No, Atlanta Jacksonville, October first is Sunday. Atlanta Jacksonville. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's right. They're, they're going to do the Toy Story. They're going to do the Toy Story overlay on that. Game I feel too. so stupid. But now, wow. So 
I thought we were done. Now I want another 30 seconds because now you have Jacksonville looking like straight crap for two weeks. Now they got to travel to another country. Well, you, you, I know, mean, you know the Jaguars, are, are they typically win these lending games. So yeah, let's, well, just, when you play let's just hand it to times. them for, for novelty's sake. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you probably find the most Jaguars jerseys in the UK. Yeah, I guess. absolutely. They go every year. Yeah, you're looking for Every a Jimmy year. Smith or a Fred Taylor jersey. It's probably in the UK somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I'm done, I swear. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, for another week of Food for Thought. That's the Chief. I'm the Luch. We'll catch you next week. Good luck, everybody. Have a great week.